Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. 087 1400 106 is the WhatsApp number. There's lots of you getting in touch about your cinema pet peeves. Claire in Limerick says, Why do people sit in a different seat to the one that they've booked? It leaves you with the problem of having then to ask them to move on, to get up out of the seat that was booked by somebody else. It drives me mad. Of course, if the cinema employed ushers, that would solve the problem. This listener, again, people sitting in the wrong seat, having to ask them to move. Most people are fine, but sometimes. And Anne says, I cannot believe how many people insist on having a full-blown loud conversation during the adverts and the trailers. I enjoy the trailers, but totally distracted by the chatting. I feel once the screen comes on in the cinema, cinema people and cinema goers should be quiet. What about you, Sophie? Has our cinema etiquette deteriorated? (laughs) Oh, it's it's funny you should say that. Um, I am a big fan of the Irish Film Institute in town in in Dublin. Mm. And the reason I've been going to it for years is because, well, people go there to watch the films. You'll generally get a much better, much better uh, customer there um, in terms of people know not to talk and they're usually very considerate to each other. I also went because they don't tend to supply typical snacks like popcorn and yeah. large, slurpy, large slurpy drinks. It's the fountain like drink, that. Sophie. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, um, it's distracting, I, I find. I find the sound, the, the munching, the crunching sounds, um, I find quite distracting. Um, for example, okay, I I was very excited about the release of Top Gun Maverick um, uh, last year. I've been you know, after waiting to see it for two years, and I went to the Cineplex in Rathmines, and there was nobody in the place. There was just me, uh, one other woman down the row, and maybe a gang of friends down the front. The woman had the biggest bag of popcorn I have ever seen in my life. And even over the rocket sounds, even the sound of the sounds of the fighter jets, I could hear the popcorn. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not supposed to hear the popcorn over the fighter jets. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not meant to happen. So it's a bit bit of a bugbear right. of mine. Um, the fa- yeah. It's funny, I went to the IFI very recently for the first time and I was told in advance of going that, you know, they don't sell popcorn. You can't get popcorn there. But actually, on the night that I was there, it was to see Oppenheimer a few weeks back, and yeah. um, they did. They, they, we did. We did get popcorn. They had popcorn. But like, mm. I, that's one of the best parts about going to the cinema is the cinema popcorn. Mm. I thought so. Now, I mean, I listen. I, this is just me. Um, it's just my thing. But I understand that having cinema is part of the experience. Um, I certainly ordered plenty of bags of popcorn when I was a teenager in my my 20s. Um, I think, look, I understand that cinemas need to, they make a lot of their profits off snacks. And I can understand why the IFI, even if they just brought it in for the Oppenheimer or Barbenheimer event, maybe they thought that they needed to supply supply the popcorn, make it that bit more of a special experience. So, no, I I fully understand why. What What about you, Edwin? Have we lost our cinema etiquette? Oh, uh, I think so. But I mean, I think there's always been people who have just not been able to behave. But for me, it's not. not I'm not saying it's a sacred thing. I'm, I'm not one of those sort of cinemas, a church. But, you know, like, I mean, you wouldn't play the trombone in a church. You know, it just wouldn't be uh, acceptable. So I think I don't, I don't mind people munching, but people talking just. <clears throat> and I'm a stand up comedian as well. So I kind of noticed when okay. people were coming back to gigs that they didn't know how to behave themselves. Uh, but that was just, that was a little bit different because they'd get quite drunk and heckle. But 
people don't really get drunk in the cinema. But the talking thing, I just shut it down immediately. I just cannot, uh, I, I can't abide it. I don't mind people talking over, you know, trailers and, and ads or whatever. But especially when people wait until there's no dialogue and, you know, just maybe the score is playing and then they think, oh, it's OK to talk now. So but, it's the um, talking in the yeah like no, to be, yeah. I totally agree with you I mean to be fair on on, on that um, people chatting throughout the movie it's absolutely it's a distraction for sure what about you Sean Andrea how are you keeping good good yeah it's funny that you're one of your people there Sophie was talking about the IFI that people generally go to see the movies I actually had a very different experience when I went to see a film there one time it was a French First World War movie. Uh, about 10 minutes after the film had started, uh, this middle-aged couple, who'd obviously had a few skinfuls under them, sat down in the seat right behind me. Uh, within about five minutes, the, the wife was going, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I just turned to her and politely said, ah, Madam, if you don't mind, I'm trying to watch the film. Did oh, yeah, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. And 10 minutes later, blah, 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 blah. And I turned to her and said, excuse me, I paid to see the film, not to hear your conversation. Fair play to you. want to talk, do outside. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. About 15 minutes after that, what do I hear about? Diddly-dee, diddly-dee, diddly-dee-dee. <laughs> her phone going off. And she answers it. Hello, yes, I'm in the cinema. I yeah. don't know, I think it's that during the First World War. <laughs> and... I was nearly losing my reason at this point, but yeah. she eventually ended that conversation. Ten but minutes or so after that, all I hear is behind me, snoring away, snoring her head yeah. off. So at that point, I just walked out and got a refund back. Did you? Yeah. Well, I fair play to you for calling it out, though. I mean, like it's. But the funny thing is, I actually there was a competition on News Talk, um, some months later, in which people were asked to ring in, write in about their rudest experiences they'd had in Dublin. Mm. And I mentioned mine and I got picked out as the winner that day. Yeah, well, to be and fair, it is end, pretty rude. <laughs> yeah. You deserve a prize. And, and then I got picked out at the end of the week as the winner and the prize was a trip for two people to see uh, Ireland playing Cyprus. Not to see Ireland playing Cyprus in Brilliant. the World Cup qualifiers oh, in Cyprus. Wow, so some great price. Came out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you can have to thank that couple if you ever come across them again. What about you, Ashling? What bothers you when you go to the uh, cinema? <laughs> I'm kind of on the same uh, line as everybody else, but uh, I went to the cinema on Sunday to see Oppenheimer with my adult son, and we were sitting in the auditorium, and it was beautifully quiet. There was nobody there. In fact, the foyer was packed with kids darting around, lines of children with their parents buying those mega boxes of um, popcorn and, and sugary drinks and stuff. And we saw, sailed through all of that and went to our... Um, Screen number, and as I said, there's hardly a person in it, and this is all looking very good. It's three o'clock in the afternoon, all the kids were going to Barbie, so that was grand. We were delighted with ourselves, we had the whole place for ourselves. The two middle aged guys came in, and of all the seats they chose to sit in, was the seats directly behind us. Now, the place was practically empty because everybody was going to Barbie, um, and I saw them. I turned around. Do you know what, Ashley? I'll cut across you there to just try and reconnect with you there in the phone line, if you don't mind. Uh, text in from Olivia. I hate people using their mobile phones. Their lit up screen, such a distraction while at the cinema. Sean says, "My pet peeve is when your missus says she doesn't want any popcorn, then a little hand appears." <laughs> 
your popcorn tub. Um, we saw Barbie in Cine World. Teenage girls behind us, smelly socks up on the back of the seat, drinking alcohol. Loud, ruined the movie for me. The manager did come in twice and eventually they left because no crack in actually watching the movie. Um, this texture gave up going to the cinema because of noise, munching and slurping. I don't think there's anything wrong with eating popcorn when you're at the cinema, but you don't have to eat it like a horse if that's the issue. Donal is on the line. Donal, what's your pet peeve at the cinema? I mean, I, you know, I personally, I love to um, get, you know, I'm one of these guys, I don't go to the cinema that often, so when I do, you know, I treat myself to the, uh, the big popcorn and, and the big drink, and I mean, you know, I'm uh, aware of, like, having, you know, spoken to friends working in cinemas and stuff, you know, explaining that, you know, they make so little money off the actual tickets because, they, you know, the money that the film company and the distributors and everything, so, you know, if you want, if you want your local cinema to exist, you have to be, uh, you know, willing to let them uh, fund us. And, you know, so, um, but the thing is, there are still venues out there who, you know, who do do not serve food at all. And um, I actually had the pleasure of, uh, I uh, made a documentary uh, here in Waterford uh, some years ago, all about the the Spree Festival. The festival is just over this year. We had a great weekend Mm. here in Waterford. But uh, we, um, we showed us in uh, Garter Lane Arts Centre, which is a gorgeous, intimate uh, venue. And I have to say, you know, when it was my own work up on the screen, uh, you know, I was very happy that there weren't people there, you know, distracted by um, their drinks or their um, their uh, popcorn. I would have thought, funny, I would have thought there were very few cinemas, Donal, at the moment that, you know, that, that don't sell or serve Popcorn and sweets. Oh, yeah. well, and all of that. In actual fact, yeah. And I would actually think. I mean, any of the the cinemas that I know of, even I, like I know at home in Donegal that have gone under major revamp lately, they've actually introduced more food and even drink oh, yeah, into the cinema now, to make the, it more um, of a you know a kind of an evening out. Like I know oh, you yeah. can get pizza, you can get wine, prosecco, whatever you want them. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I remember the first time I went to the. Um, the big, big cinema in uh, Mahan Point in Cork. I remember being amazed to see there was an ice cream. And again, that's, uh, you know, that's just a regular thing these days. But, I, you know, I do think what has changed is is the etiquette. And, I mean, you know, whatever happens to the, the cinema usher who stays there for the whole performance and, you know, d- deals with, um, promptly with people who are, um, you know, ruining everybody else's time, I think mm-hmm. they should bring that back. Uh, this listener, I, I brought a date to the cinema before with a big box of popcorn. Unfortunately, the movie was a quiet place. Silence for 90, uh, 90% of the movie. I have never eaten popcorn so slowly and so silently, says this texter. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.